I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. I am so glad that you're listening today. I will be honest, I am nervous about this one. This might be the first time I have ever felt the need to give a disclaimer before diving into a conversation like this. Um, Here's the thing. I'm going to be sharing parts of my money story and diving into the topic of money anxiety and tying it into a bunch of different elements like faith and emotional wellness and personal investments. I'm going to be talking about Dave Ramsey and credit cards, being poor, being a victim. I would not be surprised if this conversation were to trigger a bunch of you. And yet, I feel this deep conviction to go there anyway. As a coach, I consider it so important that I never shrink away from saying hard things when these things might help bring awareness to some of what's really going on for you beneath the surface. And I would rather risk our relationship. I'd rather risk you getting triggered and upset and turned off from me and deciding you don't want to work with me if it means that you gain more awareness and possibly are set free at some point because of the things I'm sharing. I'd rather risk all of that than keep you around by me saying things that only make you feel good or keep you comfortable. Because I'm telling you now, this conversation is very likely to make you feel uncomfortable. And I think If nothing else, I want to challenge you to ask yourself why. Get curious with your discomfort. If you hear my story and are feeling triggered in any way, ask yourself, what's really going on here? What stories am I maybe telling myself about money and about my life that might be worth investigating? And look, I'm not telling you to change anything about what you believe. I just want to bring awareness to the idea that you have a choice in what you believe, even if you decide to not change a thing. I at least want you to explore exactly why you think, feel, and behave the way that you do around money and what your options are for thinking, feeling, and behaving differently. Okay, so with all of that being said, I'm going to dive into my money story. You will likely recognize parts of it as being very similar to yours. My story begins with Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. And I know that a ton of you are probably familiar with Dave and his FPU class. And if you're not, please hang in there. This is still so important. But when my husband Grant and I were still engaged, we were very heavily encouraged to enroll in Financial Peace University, which was this nine-week class that was supposed to help set us up for the most success financially. Grant was super into it at the time. His mom had actually been an FPU instructor, and so he had already been raised to follow all of Dave's money philosophies. And I, on the other hand, did not know hardly anything about Dave Ramsey. I did not know what I was getting myself into. But in the end, we both agreed we wanted to do things Dave's way. If you want to live like no one else, you've got to be willing to live like no one else. That's like his big motto. In order to accumulate wealth and have money for retirement and someday be able to pass on wealth to your kids and have this legacy, we've got to be willing to live differently from the rest of the world now. 
meaning absolutely zero debt, making building up your savings your first priority, paying everything in cash using the envelope system so nothing goes to waste and you're stewarding everything as wisely as you can, uh, building wealth by investing in Roth IRA accounts and so on. And at first, this all made a ton of sense to us. Dave walks you through how each of his financial philosophies are biblical and wise and the best possible choice. But when we came out on the other side of taking this class, we didn't realize it at the time, but we both came out with a lot of money anxiety, like a lot. I remember vividly many, many times where I would bawl my eyes out. I'm just bawling my eyes out after we got married and after we got got pregnant and then I became a stay-at-home mom like I dreamed of being, I would just be so emotional and fearful and anxious because I saw just how quickly money was disappearing when we were living on just one income. We had enough to pay our bills and to get by and that was it. And that terrified me. It felt like we were always just one car repair away from being in the negative. And in fact, there were numerous times where we would accidentally overdraft and we were in the negative in our bank account until my husband's next paycheck came in. We never went on dates. We get in fights over every little money incident, even just me buying a more pricey loaf of bread. True story. We would have a fight over it. I wore the same period blood-stained underwear for years because buying new underwear that I liked felt like a luxury we couldn't afford. We didn't give gifts. Whenever birthdays or holidays came around and family members would ask what we wanted, we always said money. We needed money. And then we'd use that to buy things like Swiffer wet pads, because those are expensive, or new socks and undershirts for Grant. At one point, Grant was working two jobs just to help us make ends meet. And I felt like a failure in a lot of different ways, but especially financially. It felt like there was just this looming cloud over me all of the time. And every day I would see something that would remind me of how little money we had. And then the, dis- the discontent and the depression that I felt from that was so heavy. A lot of my prayers at the time were either desperate or angry. My relationship with God was dependent on my relationship with money. I didn't realize it then, but if I felt secure financially, like maybe Grant got a bonus check or we got a ton of Christmas money from grandma, then I would be so thankful and I praise God for his faithfulness and his provision. And then when the unexpected bills inevitably arrived, I would start to spiral And I'd question what God was doing and I would wonder if I had done something wrong to make him want to discipline or punish me. And I remember especially feeling this way when I first started my business in early 2019. That was when I launched my online course. Not even around anymore. Don't ask me about it. But I lost a lot of money while I was still trying to figure all of that out. And at that same time, we got these massive bills piled on us. Massive. One from a CAT scan. Another from our AC breaking and our whole unit needing to be totally replaced. And then Grant getting into a wreck, us needing to repair the car from the damage. And I took all of these things so personally. I loved the Lord. And I obviously still love the Lord very much so. And our relationship is stronger than ever. But I'm telling you, during that time, I really questioned whether he was kind or fully loving to me. 
because I didn't understand why he was allowing us to struggle so much for so long. I really struggled to enjoy life because of how trapped I felt and how few options it seemed like we had. Every now and then, I'd pull out that Dave Ramsey FPU workbook and I'd flip through the pages and come across his famous chart for Ben and Arthur, where it shows the difference between investing in a Roth IRA in your early 20s versus waiting until your mid-20s and all of the money that you lose out on with every year that you don't invest. And I remember looking at this chart so many times and sobbing to Grant, like literally sobbing. I want to be a Ben. I don't want to be an Arthur. I want to be a Ben. But we were nowhere near close to being Ben. We were nowhere near close to being able to start investing like that. We were literally just a few expenses away from not being able to pay our mortgage. You guys, this was our real life. This was us literally just a few years ago. I'd say three years ago. And I know some of you ladies are in this place or a similar place right now. And if that's you, I want you to know that life should not have to be this way. Life doesn't have to be this way. And money should not have this much say over our lives, over our emotional and mental health, and our ability to prepare and feel confident for the future. Shouldn't have a say over the state of our marriages. But money fights are real, and it's one of the leading causes of divorce, y'all. Money should not be this powerful, and yet it is. And if you are not careful, it is really easy to become obsessed with it and for money to be all that you think about and care about. Finding money, making money, hoarding money, spending and saving money, where your next paycheck is going to come from, how you're going to afford to buy that house, whether you have enough for Christmas gifts or for that getaway trip you've been dying to go on. Listen, there is a better way than this. There's a better life possible for you than this life of immense money anxiety. But that life does not come on the other side of someone just handing you the money you need. And listen, it doesn't come from God providing you with the money you need either. And I know this because God somehow always provided for us. But that money anxiety I had, that still did not go away. It did not go away. So the biggest thing that changed me that helped set me free from my money anxiety and gave me the opportunity to write a whole new chapter in my money story. The biggest thing was learning how to take more ownership of my life, my emotional state, our finances, everything. And this is what I believe is the missing piece for many of you ladies. You have grown accustomed to looking outside of you for somebody to change things for you. You are waiting for your circumstances to change. You are waiting for your prayers to be answered and God to provide you with what you need, which he will. Make no mistake, he does provide. He's amazing. I know so many of you ladies have amazing stories of God providing in miraculous ways. But in constantly looking outward, looking for the next paycheck, wondering where money is going to come from, you are still remaining stuck in your money anxiety and feeding into the lie that you are powerless and you can do nothing. And in doing so, you're not developing the skill of resourcefulness. You are not taking ownership of the free will and the authority that you have to create opportunities and solutions. And I know that right now you might be thinking that this sounds like the opposite of trusting in God, but I I disagree. I think this is the most powerful way to demonstrate trust in God because it's trust and it's action all wrapped in one. 
being resourceful, challenging your brains, not only look for solutions, but to even believe that they're already there to begin with. This takes faith. And then pursuing those solutions, trying new things, taking action, looking for opportunities God may already be giving you, and then having the faith to take steps forward in that, this is where God meets you. This is how resourcefulness becomes developed. This is how victim mentalities are broken and how money stories get rewritten. It comes from you tapping into that amazing, powerful mind you have been given and then using all of the creativity and problem solving you have access to already. Money, financial wealth, financial security, freedom from your money anxiety, it all comes from empowerment. And let's go back to my story for a minute. I told you I was feeling super insecure financially just a few years ago. I was seeing God provide, but still questioning everything. I started an online business, then lost all the money I'd put into it, ended up back at square one, living on one income, being just one unexpected expense away from being in the negative again. And this was when I had my first true encounter with a coach. My coach, Kristen, who I know with certainty God used to breathe life and faith back into me. She spoke truths over my life that I did not feel confident to speak over myself just yet. She helped me see steps forward. She helped me grow the belief that my money story wasn't over and that I still had the power to change it. I fell in love with being coached. I fell in love with feeling empowered and hearing her talk about how she views money, how she chooses to believe that there's an abundant amount available to her and that she can use her mind and her gifts and her way of serving to bring that to her. This blew my mind. It made me want to believe again. I wanted to believe that I could find a way to get our family out from under this, this heavy cloud and into a place of more financial freedom and peace. So that's when I dared to begin to see myself becoming a coach, which I had never considered before. I did not think I was anywhere near qualified. Guys, in some ways, I'm still not qualified. But I launched my own coaching business in September 2019. And the excitement and belief that had been growing in me that's what helped me be super resourceful during this time. I built a slim business with zero initial investment. I looked for every opportunity presented to me to serve and build relationships and make connections. And when my first clients came my way, we then used that money to help support me physically and emotionally. We put it towards pelvic floor therapy so I could freely move my body again and feel more physically healthy. And then we put it towards a morning preschool program for our girls so that I could have more time to pursue the things I love and build this business. And then just a few months after I had launched my business, a bigger opportunity came for me to invest in myself, to invest in my mindset, in my health, in my business. And this was when Kristen, my coach, who she had so graciously offered her time and expertise to me initially for free. She said to me, I will work with you one-on-one -on -one for six months and I'll help you grow in your confidence. I will help you reach all of your goals. And the cost is $5,000. Even before I had looked at my bank account, which I knew was still not all that pretty. And even before I had asked Grant, who was just starting to come out of his money anxiety, even before any of those things, I told her I was a yes. I wanted to do this. She could send me the invoice and I'd figure it out. And I'm not sure I would have ever done that 
If it weren't for the way I had developed the skill of resourcefulness through this repeated combination of trust with action, daring to believe that there were solutions in front of me and then being willing to get uncomfortable and do what it takes to find them. The next day, I paid my investment in full on a credit card with Grant's blessing. Debt was no longer the scariest thing to him and I. The scariest thing was what we had already been living through, this constant paycheck-to-paycheck life and feeling insecure and unhealthy and terrified of the future. Because Grant saw me filled with confidence and belief again, and he saw glimpses of a healthier, more happy, more resourceful Jesse, he was supportive of us going all in. Trying to do things the Dave Ramsey way, what we had once thought without any doubt was the right way, maybe would have worked out all right for us in time, but we were being presented with an opportunity to have bigger faith than that. We want to take more ownership of how our family would handle finances and someday build wealth. And we didn't just want to pass that baton over to a man who we had never questioned what he taught us. And I can tell you now that since that $5,000 investment, I've invested another 10 into coaching. And I'm getting ready to make another one, this one larger than I would have ever once thought possible. Multiple five figures, paid in full upfront, zero payment plan in order to work with a coach who's made it her life's mission to empower life coaches. Making each of these investments has already and will continue to change our life beyond those financial amounts. And I have always made a return on my investment. Notice how I use the word made, not received. I made a return happen. Again, by my resourcefulness, by how I showed up, how I use these investments to grow my mind and my confidence and my faith and my decision-making skills and how I worked to guarantee my own transformation. Even if I hadn't immediately made my money back, the woman I became as a result of being coached by phenomenal coaches would still count as a return on investment for me because that is priceless to me. The woman I am today is priceless. She is empowered and unstoppable and has the ability to take ownership of her life and has confidence and emotional health that spills out onto everything and everyone I touch. My marriage reaps the benefit of my investments. My kids reap the benefit of my investments. My business, you ladies, you guys reap the benefit of my investments. Even our newest little one who's only been here for four months, Josie, she has reaped the benefit. Postpartum rage has nothing on me. Anxiety has nothing on me. Our Josie is getting a stronger, healthier, happier version of me as her mom than either of my other two kids got at her age. And when I really think about this is what I wish I had from my parents. I wish they had put in the work and investment into becoming healthier and truly happier instead of them just doing everything they could to become wealthier and achieve temporary happiness. They provided for us. They made sure that I had everything I needed. We got to go on trips and we had a nice house and I loved inviting friends over. But they also fought a lot. And they almost separated more times than I could count. They created an unstable environment that affected me in deep-rooted ways I didn't even realize until I was creating my own unstable adulthood. You guys, what if having the nice house or being able to afford dinners out, what if that isn't what life is supposed to be about? What if that's not what our kids really care about? 
I hear all the time from women who were interested in working with me that they would be all in if it weren't for the money. Because even though this would be a transformative experience for them and they would, it would change so much in their everyday lives and their relationships and their emotional state, they're saving up for a house. Or they don't want to touch their emergency savings. Or they don't want to go into debt. But listen, being in a nicer house or having a ton of money and savings or always being debt-free, these do not make real issues go away. They don't. They might bring temporary happiness, but nothing that lasts. And I don't want to see women, I don't want to see you end up in the house you want to have, realizing that you can't enjoy it because you're not the kind of mom you want to be. You're still stressed, still living with money anxiety, still lashing out, still hurting your family. One of the most powerful things coaching has to offer you is showing you what it means to be able to manage your thoughts and emotions in such a way that even when you're quote unquote poor, you still feel secure and whole and free. That kind of freedom does not come from raising your standard of living. That kind of freedom comes from realizing that you have the power to choose what you want to think, feel, and do about everything, even money. Debt was this terrifying, awful thing to us at first. Credit cards were just a big no-no. So scary because of what we had learned and what we had decided to make those things out to be. But I thank God that Kristen gave a different meaning to debt. I'm so glad she didn't say to me, oh no, don't put that on a credit card. That's so risky. That's unwise. What would your husband think? Wait, wait until the timing's better. Wait, wait until you get that, that, um, that down payment saved up. Wait until it feels safer. No. She gave me the opportunity to decide for myself what I want to believe and how I wanted to become resourceful in this decision. She gave me the opportunity to decide for myself what I was ready to invest in. And I wanted to invest in a healthier, happier, more successful future more than I wanted to stay comfortable in the very uncomfortable present life we had. I wanted mental security over, over what the world would define as physical security. And note that the word secure here is totally subjective. It's subjective. A person can feel secure with $200 in their checking if they want to, just as a person can decide not to feel secure unless they have 20000 I had never felt secure in my adult life when it came to our finances. So when this opportunity was presented to me, it was like, what did I have to lose? To feel more trapped than I already did? And I can say now that on the other side of multiple investments since then, I have never felt safer. I have never felt more free. And not because we have a comfortable nest egg, which we don't, or because we always know where the money for our mortgage is coming from, which, you guys, we also don't. But because I've learned to believe that I have a say in my life. I have power. I have authority. I know now how to access my problem-solving skills and my resourcefulness and my creativity. I know now what it means to not just pray for provision, but also to partner with God for it. Just this past month, I made $400 selling items from around our house on Facebook Marketplace. I brought in thousands of dollars from new clients even after deciding to make a bold move in altering my offer and raising my prices. I saved us money by ways I changed our budget and cut out some non-essentials because I'm serious about this next investment. Gray and I have had conversations about selling his car if we have to, having him take Ubers, 
or catch rides to Fire Academy. He's all for it. We've looked at the rates on his credit card. We've done the math of what it might look like to use that if we have to and then pay it off, which is crazy. So crazy to even think about because Grant reminded me last night as I was telling him about, you know, this conversation. I, you know, I was reading through my notes. He reminded me that at one point his anxiety about credit cards was so bad that he would visibly shake when they came up in conversation, even before we ever had experience with using them. Visibly shake like so much emotion, so much anxiety and anger and just just so much angst about it. But things are different now. I'm different now. And the empowered Jesse is doing these things. Things that the Jesse that I was back when I was deeply unhealthy and unsatisfied couldn't even fathom. The empowered Jesse is not afraid of being a Ben right now instead of being an Arthur. Because the empowered Jesse is working towards creating a multi-million dollar business that will one day allow both me and Grant to retire whenever feeling so satisfied with how we cultivated the life we wanted rather than how we played it safe and did what was expected. With all of that being said, after hearing my story, I want you to ask yourself, where do I see myself? How has my money anxiety been affecting my life, my relationships, my decision-making, How have I been relinquishing ownership by waiting and hoping rather than getting resourceful and working? I know that up until hearing my story, you might have had the belief that there's only one right way to do things, but I promise you there is not. And I believe wholeheartedly that there is an empowered mom inside of you, a mom who can actually choose to become so healthy and happy for herself and her kids and her husband, no matter where she's living, what she's saving for, or how much income she brings in. I also believe there's an empowered mom inside of you who can use her amazing, smart, gifted, creative mind to be resourceful and create more financial freedom for herself and her family if she wants to. You get to decide That's the power of coaching. When you learn how to manage your mind, literally anything is possible. And because I know this to be true, I no longer belittle women by automatically agreeing with them when they come to me wanting coaching, but then saying things like, well, I'm just going to keep saving, or I don't want to use a credit card, or, well, we need to finish selling our house. Nope, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. You are worthy of a more free and empowered life than that. Lack of money is not a good enough reason to stay where you are when you want to get to and you can get to a place that you know would be so much better. And sidebar, for the entrepreneur mamas who are listening today, if you can't get over your own excuses for why you don't continually invest in yourself and make firm financial decisions, you will always struggle to sell your products and services because you won't know how to get past your customers' excuses or your clients' objections. This is, this is why I believe every coach needs a coach, especially you, you will struggle to sell coaching if you are not a continual investor in it. If you are not a product of your own product and being the living, breathing proof of what you're offering. But going back to this lack of money reasoning that I see a lot of women give for why they don't go, go all in on themselves or what they really want. I just want to say that my husband, who at one time would have used lack of money as the reason to say no to everything, he doesn't think or make decisions in this way anymore either. If he did, he would never have left his stable career a month ago 
to pursue his dream of firefighting. Because listen, nobody becomes a firefighter for the money. It halved his monthly income. It does not have the best benefits. But he saw me building a life I love and he experienced the shift in how I showed up in our relationship and for our family as a result of these empowered decisions. And he decided that he wanted in. He didn't want lack of money or the fear of lack of money to be the thing that he spends the rest of his life being owned by, especially if it means settling for less than his dreams and never getting to experience the freedom and the growth that comes from living a life of resourcefulness. And I almost said the fun of living a life of resourcefulness, but I'll be honest, it is not always fun. It actually is a lot of hard work. And there are many times we're having to brainstorm how to stretch our money and meet our needs. Because being married to an entrepreneur isn't super glamorous all the time, or at least not yet. It's super unpredictable, and yet we are happy. We're living tight, but we're happy. We're excited and confident about the future because we're living life on our terms. We're not living it on Dave Ramsey's. We're not living it by society's expectations or on what's considered normal or the most financially responsible. I actually heard something so profound about this on a podcast that there are no true differences between a responsible and an irresponsible financial decision. A decision is made out to be either responsible or irresponsible by the person who's making it, by how they are choosing to think and feel about it. You could believe that making big investments in your coaching and emotional wellness is super irresponsible if you consider all of the other things you could be doing with that money. Or you could consider it to be the most responsible thing you could be doing because of the way it sets you up for creating a different experience for yourself and your family and your marriage. You get to decide how you want to feel about it. You get to decide how you want to feel about money, period. Gray and I are both now confident that we don't need to always know where our money is coming from or hoard all of the money we do have in order to feel secure and safe. We don't need to be debt-free in order to feel like we're doing the right, responsible thing. We don't need to live in a nice house or have a ton of clothes or go on trips in order to be excited about the life we are cultivating. Because money doesn't create any of our feelings. Money doesn't create our happiness or our fear or our anxiety. All of those feelings come from the stories we choose to tell ourselves about. We're no longer afraid of being poor. One of the biggest reasons being that our kids are getting the best version of ourselves now. Not these angry, always anxious ones. And also because we've been poor before. We've been done that. And we know that the reason this sucks so much was not the, because of the lack of money itself, but because of our anxiety and unhappiness and lack of knowledge or willingness around the idea of being resourceful. All that we experienced was because of the meaning we were assigning to our circumstances. And we're experiencing a very different life now because we chose a new meaning. Being broke for a time, being in debt for an investment. We decide that these things would be better. And we're more responsible than continuing to feel trapped and depressed and maybe somehow, someday getting out from under the cloud that was covering us. To be honest, I don't know that we would have ever would have gotten out from under that cloud if I wasn't willing to get to work and grow my resourcefulness like I did. I challenge myself to believe in myself and I'm a much more powerful, successful, and joy-filled woman for it. So what might change in your life if you were to allow yourself to do the same? 
If you were to decide that you're done playing by everybody else's rules, and if you were to commit to deciding what you want to believe, what you want to live your life by, even if it goes against the status quo, or what you've been taught, or what makes sense to everyone else around you, and whether it's with me or somebody else, what if working with a coach is a thing that ignites a fire in you and opens up so many more opportunities for you to not only love your life as it is, but also cultivate life the way you want it to be and become more of the woman you want to be? Because for the first time, you'll be able to learn what it means to actually break free from all of those things that are causing you to feel so trapped, whether it's your money anxiety your anger issues, your perfectionism, your lack of confidence in your career, your business, your inability to stay motivated or manage your time or keep your commitments. For the first time, you can have a healthy, fully aware mind. You can manage your emotions rather than be managed by them. You can learn how to see solutions to problems that you just could not see before. Coaching teaches you how to use your brain and all of the things God has instilled in you to run toward your goals so much faster so that you're not running in place or spinning in circles anymore. This is what I want for you. This is why I'm being so vulnerable with you. This is why I'm risking scaring you off and making you not want anything else to do with me. Because if hearing this can even just set one thing in motion for you, whether it's you choosing to seek out support or deciding to stop living in fear or allowing yourself to break the rules and break out of the box that is no longer serving you so that you can feel more free, that is so worth it to me. All right, ladies, I love you all. I am rooting for you as always. If you have any questions or comments about today's conversation, please don't hesitate to reach out. Unless you're coming to be a hater. I don't really know if I need to add that part on, but you never know. And one last thing. If you're ready to work with a baller empowerment coach, you know where to find me. jessiearedia.com forward slash coaching. We can get on a free call together and chat about where you are now, where you want to be six months from now, and how my mom empowered program can help you get there. All right, mamas, take care and we will chat again next week.